0: You're listening to an ACCA podcast. Hello, my name is Bianca Winata Putri, and I'm the Public Programs Coordinator at ACCA. I am Zooming in today from my living room slash home office. I am a Chinese-Indonesian woman in her mid-20s. I have glasses on, and I'm wearing a black sweater. I'm sitting close to my computer so you can only see my head and shoulders with white walls behind me and a red colored frame artwork. There is also a relatively huge monstera plant in the background as well. It is our pleasure to welcome you to ACCA's 2021 lecture series, Experimental Institutionalism, Contemporary Art and Curatorial Ecologies. ECA's lecture series explores an array of artistic, exhibition, curatorial, editorial, and institutional models that are shaping contemporary art and curatorial practice in these radically changing times. The series seeks to explore alliances that can be drawn across borders, as well as the ways in which we might work and learn differently in response to the specificities of locality, place, culture, and community. For this third dialogue in the series, we are delighted to welcome and introduce Jakarta-based collective Ruang Rupa and Adelaide-based The Unbound Collective, with a focus on expanded collectivity and solidarity in changing times. The format for this dialogue involves two independent presentations of approximately 20 minutes each, followed by a conversation between our guests. Ruangrupa Rupa will be presenting on notions of solidarity, collaboration, and hanging out, or in Bahasa Indonesia, nongkrong, being central to their collective practice. Following Rang Rupa's presentation, the Unbound Collective will address ideas of community, responsibility, and the impossibilities of individualism in their lecture titled Monstrous Intimacies, Collectivity and Unbound. Before introducing our speakers, I would like to acknowledge the Bunwurung and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations as sovereign custodians of the land on which Eka is located. And we extend our respect to elders past, present and emerging. It is now my great pleasure to welcome Uruang Rupa, a Jakarta-based collective established in 2000 and artistic director of Documenta 15 in 2022. Ruangrupa strives to support the idea of art within urban and cultural contexts by involving artists and other disciplines such as social sciences, politics, technology, and media to give critical observation and views towards Indonesian urban contemporary issues. Ruangrupa also produce collaborative works in the form of art projects such as exhibition, festivals, art labs, workshop, research, as well as books, magazines and online journal publication We are joined today by members Reza Afisina, Farit Rakun and Mirwan Andan. Welcome Mas Reza, Mas Farit and Mas Andan. It is equally my pleasure to welcome and introduce the Unbound Collective based in Adelaide. Unbound Collective's research and practice respond to and interrogate state colonial archives through public performances and embodied projections. Their performances move through spaces that have historically seen Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians excluded from the narrative. Their practice also explores notions of ethical practice and responsibility and enacting sovereign identity and re-representation through memory and storytelling. The collective consists of Ali Baker, Simone Tour, Faye Blanche and Natalie Harkin. And we are joined today by Ali, Faye and Simone. Welcome. Thank you again for joining us. It's a great honor to have your involvement in our 2021 series of dialogues and to focus today on Expanded, Collectivity and Solidarity in Changing Times. Mas Reza, Mas Farid, and Mas Andan, over to you.
1: Thank you very, very much, Bianca. Really nice to meet you, Anbao Collective as well. Uh, Thank you for everyone who's here. Uh, although this is pre-recorded, um, we want to thank like the audience, you know, future audience, whoever they may they, they might be. I'm here from Jakarta. I'm, I'm Farid. I'm Farid. I'm joined by Andan uh, and also Reza Asum Afisina. So sometimes uh, we will call each other by nicknames. Uh, from Castle, both of them. So uh, really nice to see you two as well because it's been a while since I saw you. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to start in a very short introduction about Ruang Rupa because they, we cannot assume that everyone knows about Ruang Rupa and, but also apologize, apologies, apologize from, uh, uh, from us if anyone of you have seen uh, this video before I'm going to, to talk over a video then I'll hand it out to Andan and Asung as well after it uh, oh, roarupa as has been mentioned before, we started in 2000 uh, by six, art, well, no, seven artists, and then I'm not one of them. Uh, out of uh, all three, I think like Reza would be the one who has been the longest with roarupa uh, and then yeah, we started in Jakarta a lot of times we because we were young ones, no? <laughs> like we're older at least now. Uh, but we started with like two things, I think. Like uh, because it's very, very specifically Jakarta, it's quite like an expensive city compared to other cities or places in Indonesia. But like uh, because of that, we started either on the street, so the street became our campus. And, exhibition space or we just like shrink our studio to become like a desktop studio so like a lot of media art sound music etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And because of that like we, we still keep that sensibilities let's say like uh, making markets for example as a research method, And uh, something that's beyond exhibition, let's say, and then doing things in public spaces. uh, We are still doing it up until today, let's say. Uh, And then we also like the understanding of domestic spaces, because like a lot, like a lot of other collectives in Indonesia, uh, we started by renting houses and then turned something that's more that's private, let's say. turn it into much more public usage. So as you can see here, this is kind of like the first years of Raha Rupa, let's say, that uh, we changed living room from a house to become like exhibition space, workshop space, screening space, even forum space, all those kind of stuff. Uh, and then as has been mentioned as well before, we, build what we understood as the kitchen, uh, which is basically like we provide or establish infrastructures because like certain things were not there at the moment, you know, like that's why we built like workshops for curatorial and uh, writing, art writing, for example, or what you see, what you are seeing right now is where Jakarta 32, it's called. It's a biannual student forum because at that moment there was a need from students. I was a student at that moment as well. So I felt the need to meet other students from different disciplines and different schools, let's say. And then that forum became also an exhibition in National Gallery. Uh, when I said National Gallery, it's not something the the nuance uh, it's not the same with like National Gallery in, in, in the Western context, let's say. But yeah, it has started that way, infrastructures like that. Then, as well, like uh, 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 be, besides Jakarta 32, like there's something called OK Video, like a biannual as well. Uh, international video art started at least as video art, right now it's media art. Uh, new Media Art Exhibition a Festival, festival. Uh, because at that moment as well, like uh, we were interested in talking about video art in a specific way, but uh, like it's very little, little to none, let's say, uh, people or platform that were providing us with that. So we just decided to build ourselves. you know. Uh, In all these festivals basically, like festival making, event making, exhibition, workshop, all those kind of stuff, it's kind of like a way for us to learn uh, from each other. So like for OK Video, for example, it's also an alibi for us to be able to invite people that we were interested to learn from based on their works or like even their thinking. So we can invite them to come, to talk to us, to to, to teach us something, let's say. Uh, so yeah, that's basically like how we build our certain sensibilities in even event making. So none of us up until right now, even like in documenta 15, let's say, uh, none of us are trained classically as a curator. So we kind of like learn how to curate, how to make events, how to stage something based on experience. Also like our experiences uh, exhibiting somewhere else. Like for example, uh, this one is for Asia Pacific Triennial uh, where we stage museum inside a museum, let's say. So uh, it's based on uh, fictional, a mix between fictional and real history about the Kuda is a band called, uh, the meaning is course, let's say. It's a punk band from Bogor near Jakarta. And then we imagine if the Kuda was there in seventies the and then had certain influence, you know, offer punk movement in Australia as well, relating to the uh, political situation in Australia at that moment, and then we had even like you know launching of the albums of the uh, of the Kuda, and then even like asking Australian punk bands to cover to do covers of the Kuda song and perform it basically during the the triennial. Uh, and then uh, through that as well, we learn how to work locally. Uh, like for Sao Paulo Biennial, for example, we work with a lot of uh collectives based in Sao Paulo itself. So we give we gave our space in Sao Paulo Biennial, the designated space for us. We kind of like share it with uh Paulista collectives, let's say. So not only uh, exhibiting, screening, making workshops, uh, but also kind of like uh, rethinking on how a biennial could play a local role on how to touch their neighbors, basically. So uh, maybe Asung and Andan wants to talk about something or add on something on the introduction before we go we continue somewhere else
2: i think i would like to add uh, more into the relations uh, when in the first and the beginning uh, we start how we work collectively especially in the jakarta's context because uh, most of us uh, we already into deep relations since our college time back in the 90s and then around around of that years as you mostly find out that uh, most of us like really dealing with the new order regimes. And this is like really also put us in, in, in several different positions, uh, especially to regard ones that we studied uh, uh, in, into art educations. And then suddenly we deal with the most of these repressions rather than expression. So, and aside of that, career wise, for sure, in the Jakarta's context, it is like really impossible even for us to like really position ourselves as a visual arts, uh, or as, as a visual artist, for example, to regard different, uh, to regard most of the practices is it is indeed, um, we are considering ourselves as an artist, but, but how we, we, we try to manage this is, just to most of our times, like really meet, uh, meet up and then uh, generating uh, different kind of e- event inside of our academy or even uh, or even in this very uh, small circle of our uh, uh, societies, for example, mostly is inside the campus area. And uh, not most of us came, uh, studied in Jakarta for sure, but every time that we met, all together, uh, especially with Ade, for example, uh, the ones that also up until now uh, still uh, together uh, with, with us, and also with Indra. Um, me and for example, me and Indra, it came from the uh, from the same uh, art institute back in Jakarta. But Ade went uh, went to Jakarta, But Ade is a Jakartaans, so every time we met, actually we 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 make something together, like music events or small exhibition event, but. But it's always related to these uh, connections to our campus during that time. Because if we're doing it outside, then it's considering underground, and then and then this this actually like this strategy is quite uh, sufficient for us to like really do something together in in the short of a uh, uh, collective way of working, or, or we 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 working as as as, as a together. Because during that time, it's much more easy for us to like really doing this. Uh, 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 activities uh, all together, for sure. And in, in, the, in the year, like in the year uh, 98, uh, when the new other regimes is uh, stepping down, so we were thinking like uh, how, how we should continue uh, to regard our practices so far, because most of, most of it is not like that quite relate to this uh, uh, collectivity artistic of processes or even approach, mostly like from our individual levels. And but we are thinking that to strategize ourselves by challenging these so-called structures, uh, artist initiative. What is artist initiative? How how they could find together, uh, being together, and then generating more into this alternative space, let's say, because there's there's quite mushroomy. Uh, when the when the end of the new order regimes, there's lots of NGOs coming, there's lots of like uh, generating into uh, what's so-called uh, uh, becoming like self-organized and creating organization, something like that. So this is like in the beginning. But how about uh, within this artistic point of view? Actually, this is part of our questions. That's why, like Wafarid said, rather than we are questioning, so it's better for us to like really practicing. So probably this is already in our uh, genetics. Like it's quite natural. For example, if we if you if we would like to have some sort of discourse to regard, let's say artists in residency, we don't want to put it as a method of as a theory. So we just like make it happen. <laughs> like like how it is necessary for us to like really building up the sense to articulate, but it's also. To, to have it much more uh, reasons and warrantable on, on how, why we could create these so-called artists and residencies or uh, art projects, or let's say like festival on new medias. But actually for us, it's not like only generating the importances of having this particular event together to meet like different friends all around. But it's also to for us to like really a sense on how we would like to educate ourselves, to criticize, to evaluate the things that we've mostly done, and also to questionings to regard what it's happened to the societies, especially in the close uh, connect within our neighborhood, for example. And doing that so, it, for example, using National Gallery, actually, it's not about the statement of using National Gallery as a space, but it's, it's because that's quite accommodating and it's quite uh, 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 providing. In uh, in 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 relations to the facilities, for example, because we cannot do it in our places, because most of the time, since two thousands up until uh, two thousand seven, two thousand sixteen, we always, every two years, we have to move to find like a cheap rent rented houses. So that's why when we have the connection to the national gallery, for example, this is one of the big steps. At least we could use the space, not about the name of the space itself. So that's why this is like really quite for us is quite lucky at least during that period that we we, we are uh, trying to find uh, most the ecosystem how how we going to generate ecosystem like this in jakarta and also to always questioning to always keep adjusting adapting not putting this all these practices into method or formulations but rather than into discussions more into broader not discourse but broader way uh, uh to find ourselves like in, 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 in very uh, relaxing conversations, to hang out, to mostly interact with these uh, close societies, uh, where we situated, where we're living, and suddenly we challenge again when suddenly we have friends that could come from uh, different uh, countries, for example, and share this method all together. So this 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 is the things that we, we, we are keeping uh, alive just to simulate more into lively conditions and especially during the pandemic, for example, let's say in Indonesia's context, uh, we start to have this uh, pandemic uh, uh, situations. It's I think March 2020, just like Andan mentions. So during that time, we are realized that we are now is challenging about the the notions of collectivities or collectiveness in our ecosystem. And then suddenly we we brought up also this scape into the notions on how we we are now uh, uh, dealing with this process uh, for Documenta 15, for example. But also the most important for us, how to deal with our ecosystem back in Jakarta in Good School. So this is probably the things that I would like to add. So I will pass the mic to Mirwan Andan. Thank you.
3: Yeah, Thank you, Farid and uh, Reza. Uh, I would like to add more uh, on the notions of uh, uh, diversity, solidarity, and uh, uh, the issues that Bianca already mentioned before. Uh, as, I'm, as, I'm, uh, as I'm not, uh, I was not born and raised in Jakarta. I was born and raised in Makassar. And then I, I moved to Jakarta in 2005, and then met and hang out uh, with since 2005. And that's how I have been hanging out. So I use the. Tense, present perfect, continuous tense. Uh, I have been hanging out since then, 2005, up until now. And then uh, this is how actually the essence of uh, how Rang Rupa has been operating uh, or has been practicing the lumbung, the lumbung uh, values or the lumbung notions. Uh, the practice that you hang, we hang out, and then. Everything on the table, put on the table, and then anyone can access all the resources on the table, from information to uh, from information, opportunities. So everything puts on the table. Uh, so and this is also deals with the how diverse uh, Rupa is uh, since the beginning. Uh, yeah, there was an awareness that uh, think uh, the the initiative, this collective, is not only or it it cannot be. Run by only with the art activities, or with and not only with the artists. That's how. That's how like people like me, or like Farid, also who was trained as an architect, or and me, I was trained uh, in the literature and also in political science. Can uh, have can have a uh, uh, can have an, uh, how to say can have time to join and then to 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 hang out and then to share what I know to share what what I'm capable of uh, to the collective um, and then uh, it, uh, it it's also uh, this also uh, reflect that the diversity uh, uh, the diversity of Rang Rupa, uh, is also based on for example uh, uh, the religious background and also the ethnicities background as you may understand that Indonesia is a is a country with a very diverse with more than seventeen thousand five hundred twenty something islands. So and then, even uh, though it's in Jakarta, uh, as Bianca mentioned earlier, that it's always deals with the urban context. But uh, but after twenty years, we we we, we realize that uh, it's not only the urban the urban context or the urban issues that we are working on or we have been working on, but also. Uh, we work on the uh, we work on some uh, issues that deals with the uh, localities, uh, which is not only Jakarta but uh, many localities and also uh, from geographical wise in Indonesian context. For example, there are pro- programs that we organize deals with these issues, and also that's how uh, Lumbung as uh, the concept. Uh, we bring to documenta 15 is also because we inspired by the the practices by the failures by the notion which are uh, being practiced by uh, many localities and also uh, many places uh, throughout the archipelago in, in Indonesia so as uh, also none of us in Grand Rupa were trained uh, as a curator but as we realized that we were not trained as a creator. so we organized a curatorial workshop. Uh, it was in 2008, and then because not to train people to be creator, but also at the same time, uh, to to for us is to learn. It's to learn that uh, curating, uh, curating is maybe something uh, from different practices, uh, from different contexts. But maybe there's something in there that we, we that we can we can. Uh, how to say, we can tackle as a, as a, as a practice that uh, compatible with our practice and context in Indonesia. Yeah, I think that's from me. Uh, yeah, thank you, Bianca. and
4: Thank you, um, Round Rupa for um, the talk so far. We're the Unbound Collective and we are speaking to you from the unceded Ghana country. In um, Adelaide, South Australia. Um, Simone and I are located uh, on the Ghana Plains near Karawira Parry, which is the Red Gum River, um, and Faye's down on the beach. Um, We are, so my family are Merning, we're from the Nullarbor, um, and I've grown up on Ghana country, but my, my nana was born uh, on the edge of the desert and my great-grandmother was born on, just over the border into Western Australia. Um, it's about a 14-hour drive from where we are now, but still kind of in South Australia.
5: Um, I'll let my sisters introduce themselves. Thank you. Again, thank you, Rang Rupab, for your presentation on your work as a collective. I'm from the Yangwonjada community, which is northwest of South Australia. So a similar drive in terms of hours, about 13 to 14 hours from Adelaide, um, from Ghana country to Yangonjada country. We're from de- I'm from desert country. And I just want to acknowledge that we're presenting on Ghana land.
6: Hi, and um yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed. The conversation, the lecture, beautiful. Um, It's exciting. I find it really exciting. So thank you for sharing um, your work. Um, I'm a rainforest girl. I'm from a place called the Atherton Tablelands. Um, And it was rainforest, but every time I go home, the the trees get chopped down. And so you kind of feel a bit lost when you go there. Um, It's in the state of Queensland. So it's it's a different state, obviously, to South Australia. And it probably would take me three days or two and a half days to drive really fast to get to where I live. Um, at the moment, I'm on Ghana Plains, I'm on the Ghana people's country and I really I feel very privileged to be here. So thank you.
4: Ali, you want to go now? And introduce yeah, you? I'll talk a little bit. So um, the Unbound Collective were a group of Aboriginal women artists collective um, uh, we also need to acknowledge our sister girl, uh, Natalie Harkin, Dr. Natalie Harkin, he's a Narunga woman from the York Peninsula um, and also a member of our collective. And then we have a lot of collaborators that we work with, including Simone's uh, daughter-niece, Caitlin Inawanji Morrison, and sometimes we work with other artists as well. Um, so we formed in 2014 and... The title of our talk today is really thinking about um, monstrous intimacies and I guess collectivity and how uh, and ideas of individualism. So I guess we started, we're all academics working at um, Flinders University in Adelaide, and we've been teaching um, our histories, Indigenous histories, for collectively. Um over 20 years, all of us. Um, and we teach mainly non-Indigenous students. A lot of the uh, ab- Aboriginal community don't always make it into the universities, but we also have worked collectively in um, Yungarindi First Nation Center for Higher Education and Research, which is our First Nation Center at Flinders Uni, and worked with our communities in thinking about um, holding space within. Uh, white institutions of knowledge production. Um, so collectively, I'm a trained visual artist and then Simone's, a prof- she's been a professional actor but she's also the most senior Indigenous academic at our university. So she holds the, a title Pro Vice-Chancellor Indigenous, which is, we're very proud of our sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye Rose's Blanche and myself uh, work teaching a major, which is Indigenous and Australian Studies a major in the College of Humanities, um, Arts and Social Sciences. And then um, Natalie's on a, a big research grant, uh, uh, Australian Research Council grant, looking at the forced labour histories of Aboriginal women in South Australia, which is largely an unwritten history, a suppressed history of our peoples in this country. We um, We formed together because we were all very isolated um, in a very individualist kind of institution where you're expected to kind of work individually to promote yourself and ultimately um, kind of uh, engage in kind of quite selfish ways of being and we've, we we weren't raised like this. We've been raised by groups of Aboriginal people. Uh, we always work better and are much happier. So I like the idea of hanging out. We have so almost the difference between laughing and crying. Sometimes we laugh so much together and sometimes the kind of work and the kind of histories that we have to teach are so violent and sometimes so traumatic that... Um, it's not good for us to work individually. So we started thinking about this as a teaching methodology, but also about how we might break these knowledges out of the institution and think about bringing them to our communities and where our communities were. Um, We really thought about this idea of what is, what were the reasons why we wanted to be scholars? What were the reasons why we, Um, the ideas that we bind ourselves to and the ideas that would potentially set us free. So the kind of possibility of freedom and what that might freedom might mean and not as a white kind of freedom, but as a, not as a kind of absence of suffering, but as a kind of collective loving relationality that is engaged and located in very specific histories so for us, um, this became a very big philosophical and ethical question. And obviously we're really interested in indigenous and black scholars from all over the world. So we, we, all, we read collectively a lot. We're all, all, Faye's just about to submit her PhD and we've all gotten our PhDs in the process of being a collective. And so we perform, we write about our performances, We think about institutionalisation, we work in between institutions, we disrupt and perform in spaces where um, our people's bodies have, um, they've attempted to contain us. Mm -hmm. Um, We start, so I started my PhD and I was really considering the violent physical anthropology that had occurred in Adelaide and particularly on the family, of my family's bodies. So my great-grandmother died in the Royal Adelaide Hospital and uh, a non-Indigenous ethnographer called Norman Tyndale cast her face and her body and kept that cast in the museum as part of the, the history of the inferior race and this idea of physical anthropology and the collecting of our old people's bones. Adelaide was a capital of this. So currently the South Australian Museum holds over 4,000 of our old people's bodies, bones, and they're yet to be repatriated back to communities. These bodies were shipped all over the world. And when you try and teach about this, to people, it's almost too difficult to understand um, how sad it is for our communities, but also the resistance and refusal that we've engaged with. So we thought about this idea of resistance mm. and the possibility of somehow engaging in a ceremony that allowed us to honour the call of our ancestors from within those archives and um theoretically kind of free ourselves from the collective weight of that or mm. share that weight differently in loving ways mm. so this was one of our first performances and I can share and I'll let my sisters talk scene I'm a real talker so <laughs> I've convinced them or phaser like we're they're all amazing so I'll let them but I'm just going to share my screen we started in 2014 and um We have been working across the spaces. So we worked in an artist-run initiative in Bowdoin, and then we did some work at Tanandee, Festival of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. Um, And then we were also commissioned by Vital Statistics to make a a work in Port Adelaide. Um, And then we are also commissioned by the, Um, the National, so by the uh, Museum of Contemporary Art, Claude Bullen in 2019, and we decided to perform at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. So we were projecting resistance poetry onto the colonial paintings, and we worked with the local community there. So behind in this photo of Faye, you can see Anironda Dixon, Natalie Harkin, and some of the performers from La Perouse, uh, some of the Gadigal
5: community. Thanks, Camille. So yeah, our our work is very much site-specific. And when Ali mentioned when we first began in 2014, we were really thinking about our own um, individual, intergenerational stories and also our own historical records but also what a future imagining might look like as well. And um, one of the processes of actually really thinking about that work is our individual strengths that make us a collective. So as Ali mentioned, um, Faye's an incredible performer and spoken word, Nat's a poet, um, Ali's a visual artist, curator, um, performer, and I'm a singer-performer as well, but also... So one of the things that we really thought about was how do we invite our audiences to actually enter into this space, to think about sharing that burden, that weight of colonialism. Um, And one of the processes that we undertook was actually having members of the audience actually sign into a discarded data record, um, a data museum um, book, which actually you can, it collates information about anyone in this context we're talking about the um, enormous amount of data collation of our communities, around our bodies, around our, our lives. And so part of that process is actually encouraging the audience to think through that. But as well as that, part of our work that we do is actually we also write Sovereign, um, sovereign Act love poems. So we're also interested in the idea of love and what does it mean to be loving of ourselves when we've been told that we are Not worthy of love, or we are distasteful, or you know, just sort of the the representations around Aboriginal people. But in our context, talking about Aboriginal women, the language around that. So, what does it mean to love ourselves as Aboriginal people um, and uh, love ourselves as sovereign, learning, Yangonjara, Naranga, and and Yirinji Mabarban Aboriginal women in this state? Um, And so that's been a really important process of actually um, enacting our performance. As Ali said, it is very much site-specific. So we work with, whether on Ghana country or like in the image that you just saw on Gadigal country in New South Wales, we work with elders and community to think through what it means to be um, on this site, on their country, because we're out of country and engage in that really important element of cultural protocol as well.
6: I love what you both said. (laughs) I feel like I can't say anything else. Um, I think I was thinking around the idea of monstrous intimacies and the whole concept of um, how we start to discuss the social construction of race. So Ali mentioned that we teach into our Indigenous topics. And as we teach into that we really dig deep in the concept of what it's like to be human which is again what is it like to love yourself what is it like to love yourself as a woman but also as a community member um educator everything that we bring into a particular space and i guess um the idea of localities that um are i think spoke to really um shows the stuff that we do in this is you know so the, so there's the similarities that speaks to that. And I guess it's the way we move our bodies in those spaces because they are colonial spaces. And for us, as Indigenous women, they can be quite dangerous places. Mm-hmm. And so what, is it, what does it mean to actually allow ourselves to feel um, safe in those dangerous spaces? Because often, you know, we, we are a minority, so we're a small peoples, if that makes sense. And so as a minority, we really have to kind of, blend and and mold ourselves and become strong um, and I think that's the that's the force so so in a way we're a force to be reckoned with I would I would say and I think we're kind of intellectual warriors so there's no kind of doubt around the way that we can move through particular spaces but it's also about owning who we are in that space and how do we, how do we be human in that space knowing that human is a social construct, so we know ourselves as being racialized. We have the racialized profiles. We, we know the, the, the idea of how we are seen as women. So there's the sexuality stuff. Um, and we also know that we weren't seen as human. And so our history tells us, you know, the process of dehumanise was, was key to the way that black bodies were seen in, in, in the country of Australia. So we really push through in our intellectual scholarship, as well as our research, as well as our methodology, and also our performance. And I think it's the performances that we do that can really, really connect us. And I really love that about our performance. And I think that's what's really brilliant about the idea of being a collective, because you can't do it on your own. You cannot be individual in this kind of concept. And also we can get laughed at. We can actually be challenged if we think that we can do it by ourselves. And so it's safer for us. So I, I don't know what else to say, but um, I guess there would be more to say as we have the conversation. But, but you know, we, we talk about decolonising, we talk about, you know, moving through a space and decolonising that space. Now, I know that's a word that a lot of people are talking about, but because we teach about race, because we unpack the social construction of race, I think what we do is actually start to say okay so if we're decolonizing this idea of race what does that mean and so you know it's, it's a quite an in-depth thinking
4: I think that's me <laughs> saying that thanks and girls i I also so to add to what faye's talking about in terms of decolonizing for us it's about de, deinstitutionalizing our bodies so um, and it's about I guess the administration of our bodies within institutions. So, what part of who we are exists outside of these institutions, and and um, what is uncontainable about who we are? And I think you know, Aboriginal people are the most incarcerated minority in this country. Our children are removed at a growing rate, um, but we are also the most famous artists in our, in our country. And when he's talking about um, this country now known as Australia, we're talking about um, what does it mean to be sovereign and live off country? Because there's over 250 different Aboriginal language groups and mm-hmm. um, specific individual kind of cultural understandings and views of place. So for us, it's also about having conversations Um, in a place where a lot of people who live here don't know their own history. They don't know about who we are. They don't know about the violence that's been perpetrated in the colonization of this space. And that's been a deliberate oppression of those particular histories. So how do we think lovingly and collectively without making ourselves sick to share those histories in ways that on our terms? on our own terms Mm. and I guess that has to be collective but it also Mm. has been about intergenerational um, what we want to give to our children what we want to give to the community and then um you know uh, being really really smart and ethically being really engaged in um in kind of um, a collective a collective consciousness, which I think is becoming more um, students that we're teaching at the moment at the university. Uh, a lot of them are really open to the idea of multiplicity of self. Mm. So people are talking about themselves and in uh, non-binary terms. So they're talking about themselves as multiple beings. And in a way, Uh, ideas of community are changing in that sense of like a global community, like a sense of um, uh, a collectivity of understanding. So individualism is not suiting us as much anymore. So we have to think outside of um, reducing things down to one. And for us, that's always been the way our old people have worked. And so those conversations about how we rethink and restructure um, our communities uh, and thinking about justice and solidarity in relation to that are really vital conversations. They keep us alive, you know, they keep us strong. Mm. And we also think about it as writing, as revenge, right? because, you know, ultimately... We, with, uh, you know, like I think about Vincent Namandira talked about this idea of our art is our weapon, you know, and Faye's mm-hmm. written a poem called My, uh, Faye and Simone performed it, My Pen is My Weapon. You know, in a sense, we mm-hmm. um, engage in peaceful uh, struggle with uh, ideas of justice through
5: our art, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's... um despite the attempts of colonial genocide in this country, I think what we do is we draw on, as Ali mentioned, our old people um, and their long-held philosophies of this country, but also honouring their activism in the past, but how we enact that in the present to the future, whether it be about climate change, whether it be about anti-nuclear activism, um, whether it be about um, Black, Black Lives Matter, and really bringing that activism through um, performative expression and creative expression, through song, through embodied movement. And when we did perform with Tarnady, um between the museum, which Ali talked about, the, the, the collections of our old people um, and some significant key um, buildings in that site, Natalie talked about we're repatriating love back to our ancestors. And when you move... When we move through those buildings now, there's a different feeling. There's a different um, embodied emotion and relation to those sites. Not to say that they don't still have oppressive um, institutions or, um, you know, sites of knowledge that still represent us in a particular way. But as a collective, we've been able to shift that feeling um, Mm -hmm. as well.
4: And I guess we also protect each other from like, we work in institutions that are controlled by mainly white men. And um, ultimately it can be very superficial. Sometimes the art world, it can be like, it's why I didn't really wanna, when I graduated in the 1990s um, from, art school here. It was very difficult um, for not a lot of Aboriginal people were working um, nationally. It wasn't cool. You know, it wasn't cool when I grew up in the 80s to be Aboriginal in this country. It wasn't. And so I didn't see my histories reflected in the education that I got. And part of the kind of wanting to work in our communities, wanting to do something that was um, contributing to um, us seeing ourselves. And so, you know, in 2014, when we first started, I was collecting, um, we try to tell the students what it was like to be at uni before the internet. and, you know, you had to go to the library and there was books and, you know, you had to really look hard to find information about and to see yourself, us as Aboriginal people, like Merning, there wasn't anything written in a book and it's hard to find Indigenous people globally. And it was all the white canon of art. So, um, and I think about when my mother grew up, she, she could only find books that basically were racist descriptions of who we are as aboriginal people either that or they totally excluded us from the national narrative so we were written out of our mm-hmm. so australia australia it's all just white people no aboriginal people it's like we never we didn't exist here for 60,000 years it was just suddenly just a group of white people so I started collecting these texts that had been thrown away to the secondhand shops, they have been thrown out of the libraries because no one borrows them anymore, and stacking them up just as a kind of a personal purge. Somehow get it out of me, stack it up, and then everyone can have a look at it, um, at what the atmosphere of the kind of knowledge that's been created around us and what, how that makes us feel. When we go into our schools and our universities and see nothing of who we are, how does that make us feel? And I just stacked them up and ACA exhibited it for unfinished business, eight eight and a half metre high, single stack of racist texts going. And it could have just kept going. We could keep collecting these racist texts because so much was written in the justification for um, the killing of us the silencing of us, it's just this endless stream of kind of how unworthy we are, how base our culture, how this, how that, you know, and this mm-hmm. idea of human that Faye talks about, this dehuman. We've got things to share and they're important. Thank you. Thank you, Bianca.
0: Uh, Thank you, Ali, Faye and Simone for the excellent um, presentation. It was really great to hear about all of your practice really. And I find what was very interesting from both of your lectures is this kind of shared ideas and I guess also emotions of like what Ron Rupa said with hanging out and um, mushroomy, the organic kind of relation making through your practice, but also in Unbound Collective's case, love. And I find that that is such a binding thing in all of your practice, um, is that you're creating a very welcoming space. Um, And I just like to throw how, I guess, how do you cultivate this sense of belonging or belongingness through your collective practice. And I might throw it first uh, to Ruang Rupa uh, with with Mas Andan if you'd like to add to that.
5: Okay,
3: Uh, I would like to add some and I'm pretty sure that Reza will also add some uh, parts of, uh, after me, Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, The first thing first when we uh, want to because uh, Rangrupa is, from the beginning, is to to have a space. Uh, so the space, as earlier mentioned by Reza and Fari, that we, in the beginning, we always uh, rent a living room, uh, a living room uh, or a living house uh, in Jakarta. And um, anytime we try to rent a new place or a new house, uh, and then after renting the house is that not to not to, uh soon organize programs or making arts exhibition and things. But first thing first is to know better the neighborhood where we are, because, uh, that's why the locally anchor, uh, is one of the failure that we really, uh, we really, uh, believe that people who are already been in there long before us they know better they know much better the situation they know much better the neighborhood they know even uh, better the history uh, of the place uh, uh, as a uh, both as a, as part of the grand narration of the history but also uh, in the minor history uh, of that place so hanging out here is really a thing that uh, hanging out with the uh, the, le- the local people, the neighborhood is uh, the first thing we always did. Like from organizing food and then together, and then uh, from from coming from one house to one house to to only meet and then to say hi, uh, to say hi and then introducing ourselves, and then also that's how also we get to know to those people uh, what they have been doing, what they are, what their professions. Uh, uh uh if they are a family uh, uh how many h- how many how many kids they have and then in case there's something we can we can we can we can do something in the future with uh, that's why for example we we now have uh Ruru kids, uh, uh a, a program on uh, on the uh on, on the activities they involve involving kids uh so yeah things like that is always uh, being the the first thing first to do when we we, 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 we never want to be like an like identified arriving object in one place, and then, and then suddenly do something, then uh, it's not uh, well connected with the localities where we are. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, first thing first is to connect. To, con- to connect with the with with the with the with the surrounding or with with the neighborhood and uh, and also that uh, uh, as I as as I mentioned that locally anchor is important and then yes, humor also will will really be important here because uh, because uh, yeah uh, humor is is about breaking the ice humor is about uh, Breaking the ice of uh, try to melt all the things that are uh, sometimes can never be uh, uh, can never be bricked with uh, serious things. So yeah, uh, that's why like in Rangrupa, we really like to we really like to share stories, uh, jokes, and also uh, things that can trigger uh, uh, a love one or two, uh, uh, and also. I, I want to also mention that since the beginning, Ruang Rupa is not a family-based uh, initiative. But after 20 years, uh, it becomes a family among us. Uh, it, it, it's become like really uh, a family family, even though there is no, uh, uh, there is no like a direct blood relations. Or, but, uh, but yeah, it, for me, it's a family. And I also, also can mention this later that uh, how we really, uh, how we really put solidarity as a family is is one of uh, the notion that uh, can make us last for twenty one years up until now, and then hope we can make more many years uh, to come. I think that's for me. Reza maybe I'm pretty sure Reza will add some more. <laughs>
2: Actually, there's like uh, two options, yeah, and then sometimes we could add some more or we could just put less. <laughs> but but anyhow, we need to reduce or to increase. So this is the things that uh, uh, way of going within the conversation, but true, like uh, in Indonesia's context, uh, Indonesia context, uh, this, this, have a sense of like meeting other persons it's 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 always come in in very natural way behavior because we are very we are big archipelago seventeen thousand islands uh, different kind of tribes accents and languages even most of us like me i came from a different province but mostly krem in jakarta or probably most of us like just coming to Jaka, to java so since since even since the beginning if you already mentioned about uh, uh, within the colonial uh, colonialization era or even during the trade routes uh, most of most, most most of them is only uh, uh, coming to Java so this is this is also creating more problematic uh, situations up until we are independent let's say even our first, late first president uh, Sukarno is always acknowledging the sea actually is part of our land, just, just to think toward about these mentalities that we are indeed uh, as a part of uh, uh, the, uh, of the nations uh, up until the West, even though up until now there's like still lots of. Uh, uh, quite a frictional uh, 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 tensions up into West Papua, for example. But since the beginning, even before the um, our uh, Revolutionary, War, Revolutionary War up until the independence, actually, we already acknowledged that West Papua is our brothers too. So in the sense like this, this knowledge and then suddenly because probably of the natural resources and then suddenly most of the ally during that time would like to taking back some things that they could not get during the World War II, probably, or something like that. So there's lots of tensions to regard these this, this policies, politics, and histories. And also, it's it's always uh, affected to our society nowadays, up until now. So this is also like generate more into different, what kind of histories or narrations throughout it that we would like to accept. Because like in the New regimes, like Andan said, they create different histories, even not to acknowledge that, the sea actually is a part of our uh, uh, nations but it feels like we are separate because of the sea so people think it's always thinking about the, the the state of the land so this is also generating different narrations and mostly our second late president suharto it came from java and so like this java centric is it's it is it, in, indeed it's it's also problematic to and and then suddenly they came into this military approach just to make all stabilize, creating like different uh, command posts within military in each of every, not on, on, in, in the border, but like through rural uh, 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 secluded villages. So it, it, it is like indeed to stabilize everything. Feels like they, this, his, this history within your regime, first is to stabilize and then to uniformize. So everything looks the same especially to regard to our uh, sisters and brother to the East, for example, it's like political of rice because they know like the rice came from Java. So it's like they, they, they taught us about dependency rather than interdependency. So this is also quite problematic. And that's why it's good to, uh, with Ali and Simon and Faye also mentioning about uh, how your body is close relate and connect to like very close bodies upon this so-called family or relatives. So this is generate a different way of feeling when we try to engage with our other relatives or even long lost family, sister and brothers, let's say that came from another island, came to Java, probably 10 to 14 days in the sea. They already have like these assimilations to trade to regard this knowledge of this, uh, to regard this exchange and, this, uh, and knowledge distributions, let's say, alongside their conversations, uh, unstructural and then unorganized and even creating uh, timeless, because this is, this is the structure that, that, and then suddenly it's becoming very natural even in Jakarta's context, for example. Let's say Jakarta is quite metropolis in the sense it's metropolitan area, even the greater Jakarta also quite accommodating in the sense on how this modern living, catching some dreams, something like that. But in our street behavior, actually it's much more into this hangout. Like we could just, you know, even our public transportations, uh, up until now, even we could really drop on and drop off every time you want. So it's becoming your your extending uh, your bodies. It's like this there's like many of U-turn, for example. It's it's like this behavior is like it's kind of like extending your 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 private kind of thing. So that that's why when we start to think about collective space, because most of our enemy during during when we grow up in the Order regimes, our, our common enemy so far is first is the space. So we have to fight up, upon the space to identify, to positionize. Also to acknowledge different different space that could be relate could be creating a friction or something like that but body wise we still need connected in the sense even though it's hot even though it's cold even though hurting is but painful this is the thing that we need no so this collective mind is always there but we never like really challenge into what what is collectivities in Indonesian context because what we are. Uh, receiving so far is always into Western connections. Like we always... Like in the art education, for example, let's see. What is artist initiative? What is arts? Like artists uh, run space enterprises or something like that? We don't know. Like, we don't know. We, We didn't have any this kind of discussion during our college time. So we're thinking toward about how... how we would like to articulate within our language. Some of our language, just like me, for example, Probably Bianca's here, or even Andan. How we derive that English language is our second base language in Indonesia, for example. Why not Dutch? Let's say three hundred and fifty years uh, in Indonesia, you no? Know? And after that, Japanese three and a half year, and before that it was Portuguese. Before that, it was. But this, this, this generates sense that probably we need to do some things to regard way that could be even very radical, <laughs> like, like. Like, let's see, like, uh, up until now, Indonesia is quite huge in resources. We still pay tax, if I'm not mistaken, probably unknown, no better. Like, we still pay tax to, uh, to our colony, to the Dutch, up until 2016, and we still pay it, and then it's already done, and then we still reach. But what do they got now? So, this is like something that kind of like a very, very interesting to the fact on how we are should working collectively since the beginning to acknowledge this uh, particular history to acknowledge like different kinds of the things that we may uh should share all together so the notions of of interactions within how we mostly uh uh, uh time wise we are dealing with uh, different kind of uh, notions the way that you share like lovely stories quite uh uh, uh mm-hmm warm feeling to us just to like really relate because I never been experienced the things that happened in Adelaide for example, the things that we know about Australia, mostly big cities, let's say but this is also quite pity because we are really near to each other, considering that we are neighbor, so so this is also uh, take up a big challenge when suddenly, for example now we are trying to deliver this method on uh, resources to think toward that, for example, if we're talking about what happened with Documenta, we always since the beginning mentions that Documenta is not institutions. We always thinking Documenta is our resource and Documenta could see us as a part of our resource. Then why we not share? Like this is like hilarious when suddenly uh, somebody still think that we are working for documenta. No, actually we are acknowledging each, everyone resources and then and then automatically we, we need to share these resources because we know that we are sufficient and, this, and then we, we need to deliver this surplus because it's necessities to do so. And then since that, the, the, the exchange could be with anything, with organizational level, with the structures, with institutions, then we need to learn each other from that. But this, uh, this brings us to this notions that dismiss uh, what is so-called central, dismiss what is so-called staging, dismiss what is so-called uh, Western or something like that. But also to be, uh, uh, if we're talking about sustainability, then for sure it's, it's, it should be warrantable, that we are reliable to each other. We are, we are need to, to, to facing what is a rigidity trap, for example we are came from the poverty yes we are came from the very unidentified uh, uh, something within our practices a set of artistic practices let's say but in the end we need to adjust we need to adjust uh, from each other and interwoven it and fill in the gap so this is this is that we always try to challenge we don't want to we don't want to challenge ourselves that, that just to change no but actually we will keep this things that probably not sufficient for us still alive because we need to accompany some things to evaluate and mostly to criticize our practices here every now and then and also to fill in the gap, the things that probably they miss. So we are completing the, 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 the histories probably. So we always stay talking about the history side B. <laughs> the things that we know <laughs> is history side A, <laughs> basically becoming side B. Can yes, I, can I
0: ask
6: you a question? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just like, um, I think looking at the work that you do and what you've shown, um, I think it's very political and and it's very guerrilla tactics in its <laughs> understanding. And no, I love that. And and I think um, I think that's clearly important in the way that you teach or in the way that you allow your own bodies and your own artwork and your own voice to articulate exactly what you're trying to you know exactly what you're trying to show community or the locality or the geographical urban situation and i guess for me um i just wanted to say i really like that but understanding i, I mean i guess what i'm asking is why then are you seen as an underground as underground art is that because of street art is that because it comes out of america and all that kind of nonsense? <laughs>
2: I think yeah. the, uh, if it's within the notion, thank you very, because we are, uh, we also admiring what the things what Unbound Collective doing. So it is good start that actually like to regard this uh, collective behavior, sometimes it is mm-hmm. quite natural that we are inspiring mm-hmm. to inspire to each other and then admiring mm-hmm. to each other. So this is like yeah. a very good, the notions about this because each of every of us for sure like having uh, different way how to approach, but to regard this uh, notions about the underground, I, I mentioned this because it's related to the new order regimes because like oh, yes. you cannot like really show yourself in the streets and you could get really easy disappear. Yeah. They have like yeah. a really different kind of monitoring devices yeah. as well as use society as their own uh, surveillance. So that's yeah. why like, for example, uh, let's see, the, uh, my histories in, in, uh, grew up in the eighties, for example, I don't have a television, but I it. But I would like to, to see some television program and I have to go to like this uh, all together, like in the, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, like some uh, like some offices, something like that. And then like in the badminton square and then everybody was there seeing the same uh, program all together up until nine o'clock in the evening. And then nine o'clock, the closing is always news. So like, uh, the opening of, of uh of the of the station is always news, and then the closing is always news. And in between, there's lots of news. So it feels like, you know, every every time you went in the television feels like you go into school. But this is the things that entertain us, right? So because because the reasons are it's quite simple that we could met your friends there. That you could like really talk about like under mentions, like about someone's married to somebody's. Uh, to regard like, you know, uh, somebody is sick or ill, need getting help or something like that. And all these gossiping materials up until the circular economy, like the circular microeconomy, when all the housewives could even sell their cookies, for example, directly. So this is like generating more into this, uh, 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 like uh, more into the module of uh, thinking toward about the economy, which is in the New regime, It's it's governed, and they create rules within this. So it is like really strange on how they try to educate us. It's also quite appropriate when do that. I mean, when they this regime have this particular system just to collect so-called cooperative work, uh, uh, neighborhood uh, uh, societies uh, 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 program, for example, like that. They're really good within this because they try to control us. So that's why if we need to. To be more strategize strategized uh, uh, that addressing or or criticizing our government during that time within the music, let's say, within the art exhibitions, uh, performativities, even traditional dance, then we need to go underneath, let's say, just to be hid under different kind of layers. Like for example, probably you know this uh, uh, wayang, yeah, the, the the shadow puppets. It's 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 goes twenty four hours. <laughs> It is not traditional because it's still happening up until now. But sometimes, like during in the very critical hours, let's say like two or three o'clock or four o'clock in the evening, in in, in, in the early morning, they sometimes they change the stories. Just just to just to put the message in. <laughs> part part of this guerrilla tactic, let's say, but sometimes it's always like that. And then suddenly, because people, it's not like really. Consciousness enough just to read the message because you know suddenly it's changed like the stories change like talking about the hierarchy talking about the uh, patriarchal talking about you know the sense of a womanhood the strong spirits of female gesture and then it's it's different from this uh, traditional Javanese kind of thing so sometimes it is working like that way but some but if someone noticing it and then suddenly mentioning to. Some, someone could be like military or authority and they will just suddenly cut it off. But at least we have different way how to approach to regard yeah. what it is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> be playful you. within That's that. Really,
6: yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. That really opens up a different uh, kind of thinking around things like, you know, just sorry, I, I know others might want to ask questions. I'm no, really no, excited. It, but it's
2: good. Yeah, But it's good.
6: I like the idea of market as research method. Yeah, the idea yeah. that you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why we and do. We don't, a museum we don't, yeah. in a museum. Sorry, mm-hmm. and a museum in a museum. Yeah. Oh, so like this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This is part of our how, uh, how we are. Uh, uh, try to be. Let's say more playful in in, in, yeah. in very good. Because like, I think Ali Ali also and Simon and Simon also mentioning about mostly about the performativity. So this is also, it's quite relate to way uh, you identify uh, your land, for example, or even your country. So this is like, it's very strong gesture that we could find out because it should be like, for us, it it should be different in each of every collective to like really work upon something that really uh, passionate to itself and then bring toward this and becoming suddenly different kind of move or movement under choreography, let's say. But we, we, are, we are playing in the different stage with the same wave, for example. So this is, this is the things that we find out during the pandemics too. And suddenly we have to change what it is like, is this really still uh, 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 still useful to like really in, in, in a collective because we're dealing with this pandemic with, with, which like really heavy hit. To like each of every individual inside the collective itself. And then and then how how we we should strategize. once that already have family, once have a different character, one have different responsibility, one have difficulty. So this is this is the things that makes us realize uh, that it's not about generous cities, because generous cities feels like more into like you are in this certain power relations, right? And then this kind of like trans transactions, like I'm generous. So this is more into like giving without. Uh, expecting nothing in returns like a uh, way uh, that you always just like you already mentioned that how you always uh, uh, try to have like different approach every now and there and especially because to regard most of you is teaching is different within us so probably you are more into way that good to formulating some things and then us is really really messy <laughs> different approach <laughs>
6: start off messy don't worry we start off messy Ali's the one and Ali's got these big ideas and these big big thoughts and then we go okay let's hang out exactly looking forward for sure looking forward yeah
2: absolutely
0: thank you that was excellent and I I feel like we can go on and on but I'd love to hear from um, Ali and Simone as well Um, you guys are about to jump in just um, wherever we sort of left that off before we wrap up I was just gonna say that I
4: really liked this idea of the economies of care. Mm. And I think, um, but also about um, the real, the understanding of local knowledge and, you know, knowledge that resonates through, through space and time in different kinds of ways that allows us to um, connect with each other uh and you know like uh, for me what what really resonated was that that sense of uh, um this idea of universality is you know we're interested in in ideas but we're also interested in honoring the spirit of country so or of place in land sea sky it's everything that is um of that place and thinking about um thinking about what what that means and what we can generate and share collectively has been has been like a, our honouring, but also a survival tactic. Um, and so we're interested in kind of sharing that um, that possibility, I guess. Mm. And and it's it is it is political because it's breaking from individualism. It's saying. Um, it's removing some of where our old people were into exclusive space. We're into, we understand knowledge holders, people who have knowledge and they can bring that knowledge and they want to share that knowledge, but we're not interested in hierarchical exclusive space of individualism that seeks to oppress people through exclusion of having understandings or having knowledge, so that's not why we became teachers or educate or artists or why we are parents and community members. You know, in a sense, that is our loving contribution because our old people don't see this kind of um, oppressive knowledge structure. Knowledge is is um, is loving and ethical and relational, and mm-hmm. so we're working in an institution that is not loving ethical or relational uh, necessarily mm. um, and so it's always tr- seeking to kind of show that in ways that can be perceived as political but aren't necessarily in our minds political they these are these are s- sustaining ways of being on mm. um collectively that, you know what you're talking about you know Bring coming together, um, having dialogue, exchanging ideas, but share, but making because you 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 want to share and you want to create space where there hasn't been space that's been given to you, um, and how we we give each other permission to take that space. We give each other permission to occupy space um, in ways that. Uh, on our own, we might not see there is an opportunity. Yeah,
6: yeah, I, I agree with you, Ali, and I think what it also does is allow for new discourses, a new way of speaking about self, and and your people and your country, and you know, and while it's seen as um, you know maybe I call it guerrilla tactics, what it does is also allow you know um, you to be seen in 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 other ways. So you're right, the space is important in the way that you create, yeah, the way that we create everything.
5: I just wanted to just um, end, and it's something that a lot of our performances are quite gentle and um, quiet, even though we do have song in them as well. And um, Faye talks a lot about the quiet of sovereignty, so the quietness of the act of our sovereignty. Um, and there's something quite... Beautiful in that, and also quite haunting as well. Um, when you move quietly through the landscape, and um, and really think about the the localized, situated context of that space in a, in, in a loving and gentle way. Yeah.
0: Thank you. That was excellent. I feel like we just can go on and on, and I, I feel like we should have another Zoom just to catch up in a more relaxed <laughs> setting and to hang yeah. out. So, yeah, that's true.
3: Let's hang out virtually, not, not, uh, not, uh, yeah, that's yes.
0: true. <laughs> that sounds true. good. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. Thank you for sharing. You too. Okay. Thank you. Take so good much. care
2: until we met. Bye
4: oh, thank, uh, thank, <laughs> <you.
3: laughs> thank you. Thank, you. Well, thank you,
2: Piyarka,